0: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500 This is ION Veterans Weekend, a roundup of the week's most important stories affecting those who served. Presented by University of Maryland Global Campus. There are nearly
1: 20 million military vets in the U.S., and each week we focus on their stories. This is CBS Ion Veterans.
0: This segment of Ion Veterans is brought to you by AMAC.
1: Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans, reporting for connectingvets.com. I'm Navy vet Phil Briggs, and uh, we're going to talk in this next segment about a really cool and interesting event that's happening this weekend. It's a horseback ride, unlike any horseback ride I've ever heard before, because it takes place in New York City. And it is with the organization Bravehearts, the leading equine rehabilitation program for vets and uh, embarking on its seventh annual Trail to Zero ride. And uh, here with even more on that is Megan McQueeny from Bravehearts. How are you? Hi, I'm
2: doing great. How are you doing, sir?
1: Good. Full disclosure, I live out in like the rural area outside D.C. in Maryland. It is horse country out here. I love, you know, the power of nature and looking at some horses. But this ride is unlike what I imagine when I think of horse country. Uh, Y'all are riding horses through New York City. So give me the who, what, where, when, and why about this Trail to
2: Zero. Absolutely. Yeah, we will be riding this weekend uh, 20 miles in in an event called Trail to Zero. Uh, As you mentioned, we started it seven years ago. We ride 20 miles in highly populated areas. This weekend happens to be New York City. We've ridden through downtown Washington, D.C., Houston, Lexington, Chicago, Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, and uh, New York City is the one that really captures the most attention, which is what we really want to do for the cause. We really want to garner people's attention to this epidemic that we as a nation face of losing 20 military veterans a day to suicide in our country and let veterans know um, that Organizations like Bravehearts are out there to support them. We know the power of equine therapy and uh, we love serving veterans with horses. We know it works and that's really what the, the power of the message is. So we just take it on horseback um, to the public and let everybody know about um, what this is
3: all about.
1: That is so wild. And before we dive in and get a deeper look at definitely the benefits of equine therapy and what horses can mean to veterans or really anybody struggling with some kind of trauma in their life, uh, let's look closely at this ride. Man, I'm envisioning like taxi cabs whizzing by and like thousands of people on a sidewalk and gawkers and stalkers and all kinds of people looking on uh, hot dog cart vendors getting uh, toppled and horses charging down the sidewalk. Uh, Share with me the route this thing follows.
2: Yes, sir. It starts in Central Park. We end in Central Park as well. And we ride right through downtown Manhattan. We hit all the hot spots. We ride right through Times Square we typically stop there um, for a picture right in front of the big flag in front of Times Square. Um, we ride to Ground Zero. We typically take a 20-minute break in, um, in, 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 uh, at Ground Zero. And we, this year, will be joined by eight mounted units from across the country, um, mounted police units. And those are also veterans who are riding with us. Um, so they're both um, police officers and veterans who join Trail to Zero with us. But you're, it's, it's everything you say, Phil. It's, you know, the taxi cabs, the buses, the people, the crowds, the tourists, the, um, the drones, the dogs. The You know, one year we ran right down through a marathon, happened to be taking place in, in Central Park. Um, I think you name it, our horses have seen it. Usually one of the happiest points of the ride is when we make that corner where all the carriage horses are. And the horses start talking to each other. That's kind of a fun little reunion. All the carriage horses are a little excited to see our, our herd coming through. But yeah, typically this year we'll have about 35 horses will be doing the ride. Um, and uh, it's very controlled. Our lead horses are top notch. All of our horses are um, get a ton of conditioning exposure to help prepare them for rides of this sort. And also our veterans who are on the ride. I mean, it's something that they work all year long in their horsemanship to prepare themselves to be able to do.
1: So logistically speaking, there's somebody at the head and the tail of this thing helping give direction and the city has cleared certain streets for this.
2: Tons of logistics. Absolutely. There's all kinds of um, ground units, ground support. Um, We have all kinds of um, patrol cars that are blocking us at intersections. We have a um, veterinarian who travels with us. We have a horseshoer who travels with us. We have a truck and trailer that travels with us. Um, And then we have water stops. We typically love to do our water stops. We partner up with the um, New York City Fire Departments. And so we get them all of our water buckets ahead of time. And they have all the water set up for the horses sometimes snacks and drinks for the veterans and the, and the mounted officers as well. So, yeah, there's, there's a ton of preparation that goes into keeping all 20 miles is safe um, from start to finish uh, and, and everything we can do for all the riders and for the horses. Yes, sir.
1: Very cool. Now as we look at this, you know, you got horses that are trained and are capable of dealing with the ambient sounds of a buzzing city like New York City with just thousands of distractions. And it really I think speaks to that connection that a veteran can make with a horse. Talk to me a little bit about why they're so effective in working with with veterans who sometimes also can't handle the craziness of a busy city.
2: Yeah, the, the connection between a horse and a veteran is so extraordinary, so unique. It's not it's like nothing else. Uh, what horses are to the core, they're prey animals and they are brilliant at reading intention. They're constantly looking for a leader, for somebody that can take care of them. And what that means is taking a hold of their feet. If you have a hold of a horse's feet, then you have a hold of their their mind and and I believe their heart. Um, and so we work with the veterans on that leadership component, that relationship component with the horse so that they can really give them consistent leadership. And that is a very empowering process, you know, not only to have this amazing bond with a horse, but also to have to to take leadership and to be entrusted. Right. I mean, that's really what a horse is doing. He's giving you his eleven hundred pound prey body and mind handing it over and saying, OK, You, I, you know, I'm I'm trusting you're going to take care of me through Times Square. And um, some of our horses that go on this ride actually were wild Mustangs when we got them at Bravehearts. That's another component, another layer to all of this extraordinary event. Many of the veterans that are on the ride actually helped take these horses from never being touched to being able to, to ride through downtown New York City uh, and so that is especially a whole nother layer to, you know, the trust factor. What horses can do for a veteran is life saving. Um, it brings veterans to a place of mindfulness, to a place of peace, to a place of connectivity that, you know, can't be found in a traditional, you know, therapy office. It can't be found many times in a in a VA clinic. It's something that's very organic to the core and it has to be learned and experienced. And that's really what horsemanship is all about. When you learn something and you practice it and you're diligently doing it with your feet and your mind, um, it becomes a part of your character and your nature. And it's something that, you know, that, that veterans are brilliant themselves at reading intention. And so, so are horses. And so the connection, the mutual um, you know, characteristics that both horses and vets share is 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 very special, and when you pair the two, it's remarkable and how one another can save each other.
1: Now, first, where is Bravehearts organization when it's not doing these big displays in cities mm-hmm. like New York and Chicago? Uh, where do they do the work with the horses? and walk me through like a day in the life? Like what is a veteran's maybe first interaction with a horse like, and how do you ramp them up into being able to do these rides into cities?
2: So Bravehearts is located in Harvard and in Poplar Grove, Illinois. We're northwest of Chicago. We have been working with our programs for about the last 20 years. We have two full-time, year-round accredited farms. They serve veterans from across the nation. We have a transportation grant. That's another component to this ride, Phil. The public can contact us. We have a database, a national database. We can either get any veteran connected with a program near them or if need be, we'll fly them in and get them to Bravehearts. So the programs are year-round. We have about 50 head of horses. We'll, we'll ride typically about 1,000 veterans a year. It's all at no cost.
1: And we'll be back with more from the Bravehearts Horse Therapy Organization and hear more about veterans riding horses through downtown New York City for the seventh annual Trail to Zero Ride when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. All right, now I'm recording this the last day of September, and we all know what happened this week. Massive, massive Hurricane Ian just devastated the Gulf Coast of Florida. Especially down there around Sanibel, Captiva. Just, I could go on and on and on with endless amounts of details on the devastation and the needs down there. But what I want to do is draw your attention while I got it here to the Florida Disaster Fund. And how we can all help make a difference this week. The Florida Disaster Fund is the state of Florida's official private fund established to assist Florida communities as they respond to and recover during times of emergency and disaster. We all know they've gone through a hell of a lot of hurricanes, but this last one, this last one just really, really crushed it. And full disclosure, my family and I love going down to the Gulf Coast of Florida. My favorite spot so far has been Siesta Key, just a little bit to the north. We love the water. We love the shells we love the hospitality, but we love the fact that it's open for business. In fact, over the last two years, there were times when many things were not open for business. But because of the climate, because of the beachfront, because they're outdoors, we went to Siesta Key and had a great time. And right now, we need to do everything we can to help them reopen, which is why I'm asking you to support the Florida Disaster Fund. And they're a 501c3 charitable organization. Their donations are tax deductible and they operate with a really low overhead. So, you know, I know that as much as we want to send cases of water and boxes of clothing, right after a disaster, that stuff just tends to stack up. I think what they really need is the money to support the removal of the debris and to begin the rebuilding while people wait for insurance or wait to figure out. What the heck to do next? So let's all turn to and go to Florida Disaster Fund.org and help the good folks down there get back on their feet and help support the Volunteer Florida Foundation. Again, that's Florida Disaster Fund.org, And if you want to call them up in Tallahassee, you can reach out at 850 414 7400. All right, this is CBS Ion Veterans. I'm Navy vet Phil Briggs bringing you some of the best stories from the military veteran community. Now, the people on the street of New York City this weekend will be likely surprised when they see over 20 veterans riding beautiful horses through the city streets. They are all riders from the horse therapy organization Bravehearts. And the veterans in the saddle are part of an annual ride through major cities, which is called the Trail to Zero. They're riding a trail that they hope ends with zero veteran suicides in a year. We recently spoke with Megan Hill McQueenie from Bravehearts about the incredible connection veterans can make with horses.
2: Everything we do at Bravehearts is all tailored, customized to the individual. So some vets come in and they say, hey, I've never been around a horse. I'm scared to death. I don't know what this is all about, but you know what? I'm coming here because nothing else worked. That's a common phrase we hear. And then we'll have the veteran that says, hey, I've been riding all my life. Like, I want to jump in and and I want to start volunteering and and tell me what you got. But take, for instance, the the first scenario I mentioned, you know, a veteran comes in, maybe high anxiety. Hey, I've never done this. These horses are pretty intimidating. We're probably just going to start a veteran just on the ground, maybe give them some grooming um, opportunities with the horses. Sometimes we can work with the vets one-on-one. Most of our staff are also veterans. They're certified instructor, instructors, so we love to have that peer-to-peer connection, too. Um, Bravehearts is very much a military culture mindset, if you will. A lot of individuals are vets um, from both the staff standpoint to the volunteer standpoint. And then we will we have um, flow charts. Everything, again, at Bravehearts is all about progression, advancement, goal setting. Hey, what do you want to do? Hey, I want to be on your drill team. Hey, I wanna one day ride Trail to Zero. Hey, I just wanna volunteer. Hey, I'd like to join a group. I'd like to ride with my family, my kids, my grandkids, whatnot. And so then we'll begin to map out what that'll look like. A lot of our veterans do wanna ride on Trail to Zero. It is something that we have, you know, a lot of um, steps built into that as far as before the vets are ready to, to ride Trail to Zero. There's the whole travel component. There's the whole taking care of the horses while they're on the ride. And so Trail to Zero is kind of, well, that's probably the icing on the cake. That's where everybody wants to go and ride to. But there's a lot of just that day-to-day horsemanship. Our vets ride oftentimes about twice a week. They'll connect with a horse. Um, sometimes we have retreats. We also have a, a part, an entire department that's dedicated to equine-assisted psychotherapy. I mean, there's all kinds of opportunities at Bravehearts and quite honestly, at other programs across the country, like Bravehearts.
1: Love hearing about it. I always like this question because it's, you know, in all the different modalities that we use to treat trauma in life, there are success stories. Mm -hmm. And I imagine in this one, there's just so many beautiful things you've seen happen over the years. Share with me real quick, just like veteran meets horse and life gets better.
2: It's like every day. You know, it's like at our farms, it's last week we took a group of 40 vets out on trails riding horses and just seeing the peace and the joy and the happiness that came. I mean, you could just feel it. It was palpable how much everyone was truly enjoying, you know, the time in the sun with the horses and their buddies. Um, but I guess, you know, one of my favorite stories is um well, I love, I love seeing the new vets come off the VA buses. A lot of times they're coming out of inpatient units, PTSD units, um, psych wards, et cetera. They might come off the bus and be extremely ambivalent about like, what? We're here. Like, you know, we were in Chicago an hour and a half ago. Now we're at this horse farm. We're doing what? And then you can't get them off the bus. And then I, you know, we get them connected with the horses and we start having fun. And I can't get the guys back on the bus after after it's over. It's like, you guys, you got to go because the bus is leaving and they're like ready to move into the farms. But one particular story is a gentleman probably came in extremely conflicted, struggling badly with PTSD. He had seven attempts on his, on his life, lost his entire family, his kids were taken away, um, a divorce, et cetera. Um, had been flown pretty much everywhere across the country trying to find something that might click. And he came out um, through a Chicago VA hospital to Bravehearts, really felt the horses touched his soul. Uh, He was struggling with his sobriety, just a lot with um, anxiety, depression, etc. Anyways, um, fast forward, he ended up spending quite a bit of time with us at the farm for about a year and a half. And he now is an instructor and I've gotten to watch him teach the same groups that he came out with. And I'll never forget, I stood behind him one night in the arena teaching about eight guys on horseback and he wrapped up his lesson. He had taught them for about an hour and a half on the horses in the arena. And I was standing behind him watching him and he said, um, gentlemen, I just want to tell you what a great job you all did tonight and how pleased I was you know, with your progression tonight. And I just want to tell you, I I know where you're at. And they kind of looked at him. He said, No, I, I I know where you're at, because I came off that bus 19 months ago. And so I just want to tell you, there's hope for you and to hang with it and to stick with it and how much these horses have changed my life. And I hope they do the same for you. That kind of stuff that goes on. I mean, I don't think there's anything in the world that can replace, you know, what a horse can do for somebody, the amount of confidence, the amount of peace, the amount of joy, the amount of giving somebody something to look forward to. A lot of people ask me, what's the difference between a dog and a horse? Hey, I've got a, I've got a PTSD dog. Hey, I got a, I got a service dog or whatnot. Well, you can still hide in the house with a dog. You know, the horses at our barns are going to help get vets out of their homes. They're going to help get vets to interact with society. They're going to help vets start to find a community like one at Bravehearts or other programs across the nation. And I think living with a dog is great, but living by yourself, just like for a horse, it's, it's not a healthy scenario. You got to get connected. You got to get in a community. You got to find support. And there are people out there that want to help. And Bravehearts happens to be one of those places.
1: That story I could hear a hundred times. That is, that is so special. Just really underscores the special work you guys are doing this weekend, first weekend in October, riding 20 miles through downtown New York City from Central Park past the World Trade Center and uh, doing it, of course, with 20 veterans to commemorate, uh, you know, the tragic number of veterans taking their own life, uh, which has hovered around 20 for, you know, quite so many years. And uh, you guys are making a difference Uh, that power of the human animal connection. You know, we can't find it in a pill. We can't find it in a bottle, but being next to one of those majestic animals, I can just imagine the power of that connection. And to hear that the work that Bravehearts is doing and this Trail to Zero ride will highlight, uh, just boy, that just warms your heart. Full disclosure, I was at recently with my kids at our little great Frederick Fair here in Frederick County, Maryland. And I was thinking about this interview as my kids were, you know, right up close. And they were petting the faces of the horses. And this one just kind of turned it and looked at me with his big giant eye. And he had this just sort of expression on like, you know, he understood that the people that were reaching up, touching his nose were little people. And he just kind of looked at them. And then he looked at me as if to kind of say, you know, they're driving me crazy here. Can you... (laughs) But there was a connection. I could tell he knew that I was with those little people and with no words spoken, the horse just conveyed this kind of, Hey dad, how you doing? Don't let your kids hit me. Okay. Cause
2: (laughs) they do, they know, they know so much more about who we are than before we even know who we are. I mean, I, I, I truly believe these horses, they can see right through us and they, they know who we are to the core. And um, you know, they're, they're put on this earth and there's, there's no question in my mind to help help us all become better people for sure.
1: Mm, amazing. If I want more information on Bravehearts or how to yeah. get connected to equine therapy and the great work you do, where do I find it?
2: Yes, sir. Check us out at Bravehearts riding, R-I-D-I-N-G, like riding horse, BraveheartsRiding.org. You can check us out on our website. Um, you can get connected to us through there. We're happy to help. A lot of people hit us up with want to know how to help connect a veteran, just drop us an email and we'll get you plugged in. We try to respond to those immediately and get you all the details you need. And if Bravehearts happens to be a place for you, then then we'll, we'll welcome you with, with open arms and open hooves. And if it's another farm that we can get you connected to that's close to you, like I said, our database can do that as well. So we just want to get more veterans connected to horses and we believe that's where a lot of hope lies for this country.
1: Wonderful. Well, I just can't thank you enough for your time, Megan, and the good work that Bravehearts do. Putting new meaning to the words horse power. Good luck this weekend.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much for your service, and God bless you. Come ride with us.
1: All right, so that does it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Now, we'd love to hear from you, so follow us on Twitter at IonVeterans, or you can reach me, At Phil Briggs Vet. I'm always down to get your hot takes and spicy memes, and I'd love to talk to you every week, so please like and subscribe. Hell, even give us a review of the show, because the comments and reviews really help us tailor the show to you. Again, I'm Phil Briggs, Navy veteran and reporter with ConnectingVets.com in Washington, D.C., and I look forward to talking to you again on another episode of CBS Audio's Eye on Veterans.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans, ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com
3: survey. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. Why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
0: The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were
3: blessed. My mom was amazing.
0: But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true.
3: I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke.
0: From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.